This is Arvo Radio Podcast. Yes, um, first of all, let's start by defining Yahoo. <laughs> Basically. Well, the last time I checked, Yahoo was a company, right? <laughs> so, at what point did Nigeria change? Because I, I believe strongly that it's a Nigerian language. Well, started here in Nigeria. Actually, Benin and Lagos. <laughs> yeah, because the last time I remember Yahoo was during those days when Yahoo was, if you're in the U.S., and I have you as a family in the U.S., Yahoo Messenger, Yahoo Messenger was yeah. basically the only, the best means to talk to you at that time. Because apparently that was where the whole idea of um, online love and online scamming started, so people named it after the source. Mm. Oh, so it has stayed like that since that time? I think so. But now, if online, uh, okay, online dating and stuff like that is what they relate to as Yahoo, so why are they mistaking the people who practice it as tech people? Because many of these guys now hide under the clouds of tech. Yeah, because um, I told someone one time, we're having a conversation on why young people are striving to make so much money, whichever way possible. And I made a speech, and that speech didn't really go down well with the person. Mm-hmm. And trust me, when my speech don't go down well with you, Instead of you to keep it to heart, say it to, so that I can explain why I said that. Mm. Now, the reason why I said it is because I said, if the entire people you could refer to as Yahoo, Yahoo people, Yahoo boys or whatever, if they are tech guys, if they are hackers, if they are people who have gone to school or who have learned how to play around with intense tech, create viruses, attack things, with the computers. I think they should be hired by the government. That's what I said. And that, that one didn't really go down well. So apparently in Western states, you also see in movies, once mm. they find that you're a guy who could break codes, the government finds a crime against you and promise to wipe your crime off mm. if you work for them. Yeah, they give you something so instead of something. The government uses you to fight corruption, seemingly corruption, mm. for their good, but it doesn't matter at the expense of whoever it has to be. So recently, there's a case of a family friend in the US. One of them was caught with drugs. They promised her that will shorten your stay in prison if you could show us other team members. So she set her best friend up to get a short stay. So she's supposed to be there for 10 years because she was caught Mm red-handed, not just selling, but also using. That's black black handed. Yes. So she called her friend and said, can you help me pull this through? I'm not doing too good, but I need it for the deal. Apparently, the friend knows that this is what she does, even if she doesn't do it, or maybe once in a while she helps. So the friend, willing friend, helped just for her to be busted, and she's also going to serve 10 years. Oh, wow. So it takes us back to the conversations we just left, that the world is naturally selfish. People don't care. Mm. Look, I'm sure you know I pray a lot. Mm. Many times I'm not praying because I have problems. I'm praying that that one person that is thinking that bad thing of how to implicate me should not be found on my path. Mm. There's a prayer we pray a lot with with our colleague director. No calamities on my path. No calamities on my path is not saying there's accident we're seeing. Is that that was simple bad thought of Hagoshoi Kobashige. It should not be found on my line of movement for today. Mm. We undermine what God is doing for us in Africa. 
at the expense or at the expectations of what Westernization is. Mm. Systems and morals are not the same. But you know that we're not practicing the same thing that we're defined to be practicing. It depends on who you're listening to. Mm. For example, the Bible is so easy. You need a third party to make it look difficult. Mm. So there, there is, is a very simple format to going to God, right? He says, if you believe in the name of Jesus, you accept Jesus as your Lord, then you have me, right? So if you've done that, it is expectant that the Holy Spirit should be in you by default. It means as you study the Bible, you have one person to teach you, the Holy Spirit. So the rest of us who are preachers, who are teachers of the gospel, who are prophets, we're just men God sent to us as gifts to aid us in different areas of our life. So it would be an error if God has called me to help people get big pictures. Then I start focusing on marriage just because I have a successful marriage. Now, the question is, who is aiding these young chaps? It takes us to back to that conversation we started with. Environment, the system, government. There are two guys who try to do the kind of comedy we do in Sierra Leone. They try to practice this, you know, this witchcraft comedy that people are coming to do blood money and we're mm. celebrating as comedy. They tried it in Sierra Leone, 10 years imprisonment. Is a loud is a loud note from the government that we don't tolerate this sense here. Hmm. Machashimolo said something in his book, What is Wrong with Being Black? He said he said disorder permitted results of disorder continued. Hmm. A system that cannot stop you in your GWAG going to ask you, with due respect, sir, what do you do for a living? How old are you? 23? How are you able to buy this car? 23? What exactly what business turned you into a millionaire? A system that allows you to take 100,000 naira from young boys, you'll be asking questions. A people who don't care about your neighbor's daughter being raped just because it's not your daughter. Mm. No, but, but they are, if you talk about that, they are being stopped. But it's different now being stopped and asked what you do for a living. How can you afford this? They're not stopping them and asking them that because they want to bring them back into the place. No, where a they system need to that be. takes money in place of um, um, morals that should fly. Yeah. You know, many times, we, we don't appreciate this part. As you say it out, I'm not here to push the gospel to people. I'm here to talk on issues, right? But we should say it. Do you know how much church has done to you that even if you don't step into church, your consciousness of God stays with you? Mm. It's those years of your mom forcing you to Bible study that you didn't like, making you to stay in children's department at all costs because you know that you won't eat Sunday rice. But most of these kids, are not, they're not longer with their parents. No. If, if you look at, the, if you look at the, the demographic of how this thing works these days, most of these people are affected when they get into universities. Mm. While some of them are jambite. Like the, the recent one I heard, okay, is a jambite. Now, the problem he had was that he's unable to get admission into university. And so he started hanging around his friends who have gotten admission into university. So automatically, he's a university chap. Let me ask you a question before you go further. Do you have bad friends in your life? <laughs> I can't count. Why didn't you join them? I scored in Benin. I scored in Benin at the time when Yahoo was the top game. When the people I sat in class with, I called my guys, were the guys doing it. A few of them were there. They didn't come out to say they are doing it, but of course, you know, I stayed in Benin at the time when humanizing, beer drinking and the likes. But guess what? I figured out that this was not the life I was looking for. But you know that the, the pressure of generations are changing. It's as if it's much stronger and I'll tell now you than it was no, then. I'll tell you because the at that time, you were still in existence. Really but there was a time that if you messed up, your neighbors will before your mother comes back. Mm. And your mother will then thank you for correcting no, no, That one no longer happens now. That's because we moved from communal living, which is a thing of the East, mm. to individual living, which is a thing of the West. West. 
So the major problem with Africa is westernization. It's not what everybody wants to say. Oh, well, I'm not a politician. I'm not a public figure. I have just myself. But that's the truth. Mm. The people that you go to to say, hey, um, can you help me? We don't have milk to feed the kids. And they have milk that will get bad. They won't give it to you. But they're ready to call the police to take your children off you. Mm. You know because, what? You know because what they believe the government could train a child more than the mother. We grew in times when we grew up where we called yard. I don't know how you grew up. It has a yard. But it was yard. It, it is like two years ago I knew what yard actually meant. Because I never got to check. <laughs> because in my head, yard is where people come to yeah, live together. Yeah. together. It was recently we called it compound. There was a time when your cousins were addressed as your brothers. True mm, or false? True. Say that my brother be this so. Until English some, words came. Some people still call it uh, my cousin brother. Uh-huh. <laughs> because they are trying not to kill that relationship of it. Mm. The moment we took that idea of mind your business, mm. the world went haywire. True. So you could literally see a child doing something wrong and you can't correct him because the mother will come to ask you, I've been living under my peculiarity concern you. Invariably, our colonization has been imprisoned in freedom. But you can tell that parents are aiding. Now, this top, I know that there have been a couple of stories, but we are trying to talk about the stories that are closer. This chap is not in school yet. He buys himself a car. He buys another car. And then somebody else who's learned and good enough and somebody who understands how things should work calls the parents and tells them, hey, I heard your son bought a car. I heard he bought another car. And the parent says, no, it's my wife that bought the car. Do you understand? Now, it looks as though they are being aided. And at some point, you want to ask a very vital question, even when you're confused. Is it that these young chaps, because initially I used to think that the reason why they are so in a hurry to make money is because they see their mates doing things, right? And they are so eager to do it. Or they see their mates hanging around with girls their age, and they believe that if they don't have that, they can't play around the way their mates are playing. But now, having parents... At least for this first instance, lying in such situation, is it that the parents are aiding or these young chaps are the ones who really want to make this? Now, that is the confusion. I'll tell you two things. I'll talk one. One is about disability. But the other one is simple. What you don't speak against, you speak for. Mm. There's no two ways. Nobody sits on the no fence. Sense. Never. But the second thing is, you know many times we think disability is the guy who have one arms, the guy who have one leg. That's not disability. Disability is what environment, society, people make of the guy who have one hand. Mm. So this guy shows up like this, and he's trying to wash plates with the other hand. He says, no, 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 leave it, don't worry, we'll do it. Mm. And then he shows up again, he wants to wash car. No, 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 we do it. And then he wants to do this. No, 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 we do it. Over time, he sits down and accepts that, oh, I can't do it mm. because I have one hand. That's disability. Disability is not the fact that he has one hand. Disability is the fact that we treat him as someone that is of no importance to society. These guys, they are not different from the disability we're talking about. People blame it on the, the level of poverty in the world. It has nothing to do with That's values. Is that we stopped teaching value. We stopped caring for our neighbors. We stopped loving ourselves as our neighbors. Is that we got to a point where we felt like it's okay to fight the people who even try to share their little understanding of God with you. Is that we expect so much from our preachers that we don't see them as humans that the devil could actually tempt us. Also, we see them as God. Yes, I agree they are God, like we're all gods, yeah. Mm. But we don't see them like man 
men are systems and we don't see systems to fail. Mm. For example, we could do all this recording and your, your system chooses to crash and we lost everything we discussed in two hours. Why? It's a system. It's bound to fail. Man is a system. Man has weaknesses. So you won't judge the father that I'm bringing you the gospel on the fact that Koba talks too much. I don't think I want to listen to his preaching. But that is simple preaching you're not listening to. Could have put one plus one together that you add with the Bible you're reading to make sense. We got to a stage where our pastors became marriage counselors by force. We got to a point where our pastors are the one teaching values instead of the power of the gospel anymore. Mm. We got to a point where the only reasonable people are the people they, people like us that once we talk, they say you be pastor and why they walk. Nobody sees me like a regular guy again. So every of my posts, I have to put it, you're a regular guy. <laughs> Just to let you know that I'm not the pastor you're thinking. Mm. At every point in part, you've chosen your part. You've chosen your part. Didn't we all grow up in Tiop? Didn't we grow up when they were Monday where was the problem of the day? Why didn't you join them? Was your parents always at home to stop you? No. Mm-hmm. You already figured out the path you wanted to choose. Everybody has that ability. That's why there's children that you're caged in the house. Still and the first day they see freedom, they will kill themselves. Somebody said something very stupid. He said, eh, if you want your children to appreciate money, they need to work for their money. Work for their money. No, I can't be on the street all my life working for money. But this can this is can be no, basically part of working for your money. No, hold on. <laughs> I can't be on the street all my life working for money and I watch my kids repeat the same cycle. I could make all the money and teach my children responsibility, financial intelligence, money management, honor, value systems, mm. and to manage my money well. That's why we don't have anybody talking about generational wealth in Africa. Mm. Even how will a company like Kenchika Fila be, be running now on the fourth generation? How can a big company be standing through the test of time? How can the owner of Apple live five or ten years after death, company is still running? It didn't go bananas. Think of it. This idea of working for our money. Mm-hmm. You may not agree. You may want to argue. But the impact of, of those blood money movies we allowed and those blood money comedies we're doing. There's a particular guy that does comedy and talks about young Curtis play. I don't see it as comedy. I see it as disrespect to society. People like that should be held by the police. I saw a tweet. One of them, one of them I, saw a po- I saw a post yesterday. A friend, Giftina, posted about the lady who said if she finds the husband cheating, that if she, t- if she perceives the husband cheating, that she's a pharmacist, she knows what to mix. Her license should be taken immediately. It means if you can do it to your husband, the person you, you swore go to, you can do it to your neighbor. Her license should be taken. The court, the law, judiciary should hold her down to, a, to an attestation. She should be checked. She's a danger to the society. But guess what? 125,000 likes will be on it. People are saying, go girl, go girl, go girl. <laughs> the day she does not find a neighbor to kill, one of those people who say go girl will be in that shoes. Go for it. You find people who have possibilities. Mm, Look, there was a time when the, commi- the, the commissioner of worry, police worry, he had to come out to announce. He said, this worry, we're all here together. You can't have neighbors doing bad and you're hiding them. You may be benefiting as a family, but the bigger society is killing, is dying. He was appealing like you guys should literally point them out. Our work is to pick them. They don't know who pointed, but it's for the sanity of a people. Mm. Those children, are they not people's brothers? Yeah. Don't we know them? Everybody comes from a family. Don't we know them? But this culture of uh, 
Look at mind my business. It has ruined us. It has mm. caused more harm, more dangerous harm than good. Minding your business is actually killing your business. You want to mind your business? Then why did you open the business? Mm. To mind it. Every business is a people business. It is. So basically now it is the thing of uh, failed parenthood, parenting and not just the people. Not just the young not child. Not necessarily failed parenting. Because I'll we, tell you. We, we, because I know how much my father and my mother labored to make me a person. Then I knew when I went to Benin to school for the first time, that pressure of men. But if you say it's not failed parenting, why would a parent... No, I said many times you know, not. You know, because there are parents who are actively working to ensure that children get good life. See the girl who was caught some years ago that killed a, a popular TV owner, mm. TV station owner. The parents are just quiet people who are doing their best to put her to school. But she's in Lagos trying to live a luxury life. Mm-hmm. You remember when they used to lynch on boys? There was there were some guys they lynched on at UST roundabout for Nokia 3310. Mm. That phone does not exist again, sir. You just just talking about that, you're sure you <laughs> That phone does not exist again, sir. You, you didn't see the guys that were released recently after stealing call for Blackberry. They stayed in they stayed in prison for 15 years and they released them. And guess what? Nobody thinks about Kofor. <laughs> if they give it to you as a gift now, you even insult the person that bought it for you. We went to jail. It's value days. system. We don't have an orientation system. See the last World Cup mm. in Qatar. The Japanese who came to watch football, not because their country was playing, got up and started picking the papers. Mm. They said, no, we're not picking it because our team are playing. Mm. It's because our society has taught us that we should not leave a place dirty like we made it. Have you ever heard of the National Orientation Agency doing anything in orientation? Oh, yeah. We don't. We don't have those things. The only chance we had growing up was family putting us together. And every weekend, we had the chance to see our cousins, either going to our uncle's house. Mm. When last did you see kids come out to play rainbow? <laughs> when last did you see kids come out to build, in, build castles in sand? Guess what? I met three guys in Cyprus, they're architects. Playing, playing Tetris. They became architects just because they used to build the best houses. That's how they had love for building. Successful architects. One is in Ibadan, the other two, one is in the US, one is in Canada. Doing extremely well, but they could tie it to their childhood play. I knew I was a good talker when they used to flog me for not being on the list of noisemakers. <laughs> like if you write a list of noisemakers and my name is not there, the teacher will flog you for not putting my name first. Wow. Then flog me for not being on the list. <laughs> 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 then I knew that there was a team with talking, though I didn't know what. But as I grew, we started meeting the likes of Fela Durutoye. Mm. We started meeting the li- likes of this guy in Portacourt, and he's no longer here, um, Ken Katas. Okay. We started meeting, and I realized that so this talking is something that could fetch me money. Yes, what they pushed towards was the money, but what they would have pushed instead was the value, the impact of talking to people. Mm. I got an offer with LNG. I turned it down while I wanted to be going to secondary schools to talk to people. Mm. Maybe if my dad had called me and said, look, I like what you like, but you actually need money to talk to people reasonably. Make money for 10 years, then go then, back. Then go back to it would people. have been easier. But guess the approach he came with was, if you don't get, if you don't get it, you leave my house. Well, I left the house before before he knew. Hmm. Guess what? The same mistake. I didn't allow my younger brother make it. I just didn't have somebody ahead who would have given me a better counsel. What we are to these younger generations is access. But there's nothing we're saying. There's nothing we're saying to them that we're not still trying to say. 
which basically don't work. Many times it's how we see You're seeing it on a, on a spreadsheet right now. You're, you're pointing at the government, you're pointing at the parents, and you, we're not. there's no finger pointing towards those people themselves. Like, how are they being engineered to behave the way they behave? Are they under any pressure? Is anyone putting, on them, putting them under any pressure to make money? The society because goes on a daily most of, basis. Because most of those chaps, yeah, most of them are either in secondary, either secondary school. How do, you, how do you explain a government? Early university. How do you explain a government that takes the ease of the average man living off and doubles the income of the elite? Not minding how the younger gen, the poor people live. Do you think the parents will come and say, hey, stop this the way they do it? Say, no, hey, or they will say, ah, our picking don't buy us gin. Think of it. So the parents are actually shutting their eyes they towards this. They are accomplices. They know these things are bad, but they can't talk it down because men after all, I hit the bowels below. So how you want you to bring down low? I, I learned something a long time ago, even before this Yahoo thing came up. I realized that the guy we called Amroba is somebody's helper. That lady we call prostitutes is somebody's Pays saver. For school fees. Because once you say, ah, Sweetie Angelina, do I say, I bet, I bet, I bet, go on, the best person I don't be with that. Nobody should pay my picking school fees. Meanwhile, everybody else hates her. So we have a lot of accomplices. I met a young girl last year. I was in Benin for a training. A very young girl. She was in one of those company of like, you know, half a year, come hotel. So I just passed by and I saw somebody I knew in the, in the circle. As, as, as guys, a guy team, we greeted everybody. Hey, guy, man, Alpha. you know how we call ourselves boss without knowing who is the boss? Uh, chairman, oh my guy. Then I saw the girl. I knew what she was there for. I looked at her straight into her eyes. I said, God, you're so beautiful. Has anybody told you you're a beautiful girl? She laughed, she smiled, you know. I just said some good words, which is just normal compliment, and I walked away. She went behind, asked that guy I knew. She said, Can you give me that guy's number? I did. She said I was the first person in her entire life seeing her in the company of those kind of guys and not saying something negative about her. She said, I need help. So many times, it's how we say these things to them also. So you think these people can listen differently from what they're doing? I have many of them. Basically, I do with young people. Basically, they're soaked. I have a guy who reached out to me and said, Lord Kuba, I think I'm fighting gayism. I get attracted to men. I said, but that's a good thing. He said, no, sir. I said, now that you know it's not a good thing, I can help you. Because if you don't get tired of where you are, you can't move to somewhere better. If you're comfortable in this space, if I give you a space in GRA, you won't want to leave. Why? You're comfortable. But do you really think that being a genius with tech and being just a froster, I think it needs to be, it so needs to be separated. So people going to tech to cover shades. The same way people open stores and go into music to cover the money they can't display. You know, a policeman so they come up in the picture of I'm a musician. But ca- can we do a check, sir? How many music have you released? Mm. 20 likes on Spotify, maybe 20 million. People go, go into almost everything now to cover the money they can't explain. Yeah. True. So when you find out that, oh, I'm not a very popular figure. Once I pass through the airport, everybody do like this. Nobody searches my bag. It's easier to help the next man carry his one million dollars and pass without being questioned. In the corrupt, in the corruptness of a system, if there's a system in it that is also corrupt. <laughs> now it's becoming very dicey. <laughs> but basically, for everything that has been said and done, as a matter of fact, 
the issue about whether young chaps are being under pressure to make money or not, till now, even with all the conversation we've heard, I'm still not convinced that they're under any pressure. I asked the policeman that, uh, you know, sometimes you have to ask them based on their experiences on the road and stuff like that. So he said he stopped He stopped a young chap who he wasn't really sure. Uh, he was very young. According to him, he said his prediction, you know, he's an elderly man and quite well-behaved. He said, the, you want to stop and search. So he cleared him and very young chap. So you know, on a very flashy car. So he was thinking that maybe he, he's going to see parents' name on papers, stuff like that. But that he wasn't looking down, I should understand though, that he wasn't looking down on him because he he has some families who are abroad, who they are, yeah, his smallest nephew is making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So he wouldn't say that that kind of boy can make money, but with what is happening, he needed to ask. So he told him quietly, bring your papers. The boy brought it out and he looked at the name, he asked the guy his name and the guy's name is exactly what's on the papers. He said, okay, nice. What do you do? The guy said uh, he's, uh, he's a tech guy. He's a tech guy, uh, blah, 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 you know, those kind of things. So he was talking to a man who's his nephew. What's a tech guy? Abroad with their parents as a relative. He's a tech guy, and the guy is good. So he, te- he says that this is family that he, even after his work, even while he's working, they used to call him that, that even the particular boy himself, like this is a boy that he was carrying everywhere in Nigeria until they traveled. So the boy is still used to him. So even when they're there, even while he's working on duty, they'll still call him on WhatsApp call, video call, and they'll be talking. So he's used to that. So when he saw it, was, first of all, he was impressed. And then, so he knew that over the conversation he's had, he has had with just his nephew, he knows that tech guys are very good with their fingers. They call him Yahoo Yahoo. He calls his, his nephew Yahoo Yahoo fingers. <laughs> so he said, oh, you follow for the Yahoo Yahoo fingers. <laughs> so yeah. It's okay. He now asked him, where is his computer? No. Brought out his phones. So one of them there, because I think they were on Rampage. That was when they were on Rampage and finding this guy. So one of them there started asking him, interviewing him questions on tech. This guy knew nothing. Nothing. So how are you a tech guy? Say tech guy. (laughs) Because now they're asking you basic questions regarding tech. Like they were asking him those questions, and to be frank with you, he said, although it was intelligent, it was intelligent questioning, but they were also asking to have conversation. They've stopped you. They've stopped you. And sometimes you know that the way. That's why I understand that sometimes when the police stop you, the way you respond, they have the. the sometimes they try to build intelligent conversations with you instead. The ones that have sense, and it's the I, way I you like reply. That part, the ones that have sense. It is the one, the way you reply that gives them more instance I to check you. Into, yeah. Right? That's why you don't run into every policeman and you're so you're so eager irritated. to shout or irritated. Feel victimized. Or when they won't talk to you, you are. Uh-uh. I don't do that. When they stop you, you wind down, you greet, or they greet back. You see that some of them, are, even the way you greet them first, you just pipes. But as soon as you come up with this agitation, uh-huh, some uh-huh. of them are like, wow, we've done the here since come back. <laughs> All those kind of things. Like, it's our thing. But not that it's good. But they have that this thing in a way that even when the real tech guys are passing, they are being held to waste their time and going through certain scrutinies. Just imagine that a non-intelligent officer was in the team of this officer who is intelligent, and then that experience happens. And this non-intelligent officer is the one leading the team to another 
unit. The next tech guy that passes that place is in trouble. Is in trouble. Because I, I, I came into I came in um, twenty twenty after the lockdown. Got my mom a new car, so I drove it out myself. Boichi Road. I was stopped. Hmm. I know I plate my hair. I was stopped, split my hair, full beard. I park, I say, officer, good afternoon. How are you guys doing? Normal conversations. This particular literate. After a long talk, cocked his corner, and said, he's going to waste me like one of those criminals. You see, like, like one of those criminals. Guess why? Because he found a $100 bill in my hand. Can you imagine? I had my complimentary card, because once the police officer stops me, I bring out my cards. The moment I bring out my card is to give you the impression that I have an office and I'm a responsible person. I brought out my card. Luckily, I just picked my company, the new company registration document from my lawyer. Mm. It was also in the car. I brought it out. I gave them my website. I gave them office address in Lagos. I gave them my house address in Portacot where I was headed to. Much of the problems we have is having unintelligent people, illiterate, lead team that is supposed to be led by literate people. No, but I think the most important thing, since we have that as already existence, which we cannot change over a conversation, I think we should be now talking about how to separate the sheep from the goods. Because a corrupt system is a corrupt system. That's what we're saying. The IG of police came one day and said, no more SARS. Mm. Did they throw them away? No. They put them back into the team as anti-corruption team. <laughs> I still see them on the road. Did they orient, give them orientation? Huh. Did they educate them? I met a police officer. I love him. Part of the SAS team, I was that same time I was driving from Benin down. Mm. He stopped me. I stopped. He had his earring. No, he didn't have. But I had my hair plated and all those. So he asked me for my license, first of all. And I did. And I gave him my license. He said, apart from your license, do you have any other document that identifies you? Because the license can be forged. And I understand with him. I said, oh, my international passport. So I showed him. So on my international passport, my hair was braided. On my license, my hair was braided. But in reality, my hair was full. Mm. So I told him, I said, well, well, it's the same person that is just that here it's braided. No, no, no. On the other ones, they were not braided. Okay. On this new me, I was braided. Yeah. I said, he said, no, no, I don't have a problem. You have a right to you have a right to look like a monkey if you like. My own is to investigate you. And then he walked behind my car and saw all the books I had in the car. Majority of them were talking about mind development, the gospel, mind development, the gospel. He came to the car, he said, Are you a preacher? I said, No. He said, um, what do you do? I said, I'm, I'm, a, I'm like I'm a business consultant. He said, all oh, those books where do you okay? they read all? I said, well, once in a while I pick one to read, but they're always there to remind me that I have books to read. Then he saw a book on the, on my, on the car that had to do with teenagers. Hmm. Then he started asking me questions about his teenager. Hmm. What he was trying to do was to interrogate me if I had the knowledge in what I was claiming to be teaching young people. Hmm. So he told me, told me, told me. I gave him counsel. I told him, do this, do this, do this, do this. He took my number. He said he's going to talk to his teenager and give him. He said, me, I smoke. Hmm. But the way the boy did smoke, man, they fear for him. <laughs> he said, I know say the smoking no good. <laughs> but you know, say, I don't need the system long. All the children are the last one go pick and say, they smoke too much. How go you stop him? And I just started giving him tips. Irrespective of the fact that he was in a very crazy team that was threatening to shoot other people and kill them. 
me, I just believe it was angelic activities for him to get one thing for the child. Mm. He's, we still talk once in a while. He still gives me updates on the progress his son is making. The only thing I told him was give him time. Talk to him, sit him down every time, show him love. Whenever you have the chance, take a walk with him, take a drive with him. Talk to him, he's hearing. He might not be responding, but he's hearing you. He said, oh, but that process long ago. Mm-hmm. I said, but that's the only way. Because he's now a 20-year-old boy, and he has the right to run away from the house. Mm-hmm. But that's not what you want. But this is one officer in the many others that have stopped me to say to waste my life. Now, do you think that there should be something done differently? Because we can always talk about the complaints when it comes to the young chaps. Um, the fact that, to me, they're not under any pressure. Because I believe that during our time, when we're their age, though we're not too old, we understand that when you're in the university, the kind of things you do in the university to make money are the kind of things you can refer to as noble, right? Are the kind of things you refer to as things that your mates, your equals, can do. Even when you were in secondary school, for those who went to boarding schools, when you come back from boarding school, they tell you, go look for something to do. So sometimes you're going to clean places, you're going to do liberal work, you're doing several other things to be saving up some small money. So when you save up those money, you're so, you're so impressed with yourself that you're able to save up such amount of money. Right? Mm-hmm. You're not eager. You're not eager to buy yourself a car at SS3. You're not eager to buy yourself expensive stuff. You just want that money that stands you out. Right? You want to remember by when they give you a, a packet of milk to school. When you get to school, you have money to buy other things to augment that when you want, how you want, whenever you want. That's the extra you're looking for. When you get into university, okay, your parents are able to pay this and pay that. Now, the best thing you're doing, some people go to write exams for people. That's where you have intelligent people running out to do stuff. Some people tend to join hands together, you know, school stuff where you start selling things, this and that. Running lectures. People, a lot of people were not so eager. I'm talking about these stages. We're not so eager to make a lot of money. Sometimes you ask a question like, for you to have, for you to go into desperation, because that's what it is. That's why it's, the question is, uh, young people are under any pressure. Because for you to go into this, that kind of, I, I feel like you're too desperate. And now for you to be desperate, it means you probably would have seen life so much that it's not working. You haven't even started. Like, the question is, you haven't even started. It's, it's different for someone who says, who's going to tell you, I've tried everything. I've tried everything is different from, I don't even know what the word is preparing. So I should. No, why would you prepare? Why would you want to you know, arm like, yourself like, like even you before said, you get into war? Like, Not knowing whether they are going to be fighting that war with knives. Like, and like, like you said, this. there's actually no pressure. There's none. Society has created a system that is built on demerit. Mm. If not, why are you not on the billboards? Mm. irrespective of the values you push. A system that celebrates mediocrity. A system that throws away merit to pick family members that can't do a thing. A system that is ready to sacrifice the best of people for the worst of people. Mm. They allow people to flash money on social media. Huh? A system that allows people to come in the time when there was narrow scarcity. Mm. Other people oh, were having oh. thousands of feet to spring weddings. A system that puts money at the forefront of relevance. Mm. A system that tells you that if you don't drive a BMW X, X class 2023 model, your, your life doesn't started. count. Mm. 
the pressure is there on its own. Even if there was no system, life on its own pressures you. That ability, that choice to fall for it is self-made. Should you drive a Jeep? No, I don't. Do you drive a Range Rover? No, I don't. Neither do I. I've been to more countries than many of them will ever be. I'm never intimidated. Pressure, pressure, pressure. Here's my name, Aaron. Now me, the pressure, pressure. You can't. Idan. Now me, Idan, now me. No, no. But my point is, eh, these things are, are, are part of the problems of systems where we think morals should thrive. Because morals allow you to judge what is good, allows you to judge what is good. No, but they are the range, they are still at the range of control. Just like what I was saying earlier. If you go into things that you want to do to make money, however, it means that you have tried, however, but that what we're and saying, it didn't work. A system that, but that you have not that even hard work you have not even started. They tell you that school, school is scam. When you finish, you're not going to get a job. So, but you, but everybody celebrated that song. I thought who was scam. I kept saying it. You're on the wrong part of life, and a few stumbling blocks. Then you came up with adulthood has come. And the media threw it out, and even the so-called beauty celebrities raised it, raised it up. Life is all about the money, yo. Do you know the influence of that song on a hundred million young people? My, my boss LD was always pissed at this song. Uh, this one, I say, if I don't get money, waiting again. Can you imagine? So that the priority, the emphasis was on money. See, you go to hospitals, a doctor. A health practitioner is ready to watch you die because you didn't deposit forty thousand. Mm-hmm. Do you want to count the number of cases? My mom had a small injury on her toe, and she was told she must amputate the leg. Why? Because they knew they were going to make more money to amputate her leg. But some of Just them, that. but some of these people, despite the fact that these things happen, some of these people who are practicing these things haven't really had these experiences. Are they acting on other people's experience, or are they perceiving that such things going to happen to them? Is that the reason why they are pulling off the trail and joining the, the worst path? Like I said, we don't have a system that curbs nonsense, mm. so rubbish can come to us anytime. Like you said, they are still at the range of being spoken to or being reinfluenced. So how can they be I done? Mean, isn't that what we do? Don't you know the number of young people you get to meet every day and talk to? Really? Don't you know the number of young people you've been mentoring to go into poetry instead mm-hmm. of stealing phones on the street of worry? Mm-hmm. I saw one of your stuff we were doing where you pulled people from worry. Mm-hmm. That was last year, Join Summit. Yes, yes. You pulled people from everywhere just after joining Summit mm-hmm. to have them in the studio yes. and make them feel value. Mm-hmm. I did a proposal to some of the big tech, the big, um, big, big firms, educational content advertising. Guess who we're proposing to advertise? Mm-hmm. Echimamanda. That wow. talks about the, the literacy of a nation. We're talking about a guy from Convena University, who moved to the US, who did a, an ion that uses gas. Mm. But no, they'd rather go for a two-face. They'd rather go for a Davido. So everybody wants to either go into music. Book capital of the nation. Who did they use? Comedians. Can you imagine? A book capital. <laughs> a book, book capital. No, like a book. A book capital of, world, of a nation. Of the world. It was in Portaco. Portaco was the world's book capital. They used comedians. It was a comedian. That was on the billboard. But they had poets. They had interesting minds. Up to today, they, they had Donald. Donald. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Donald, 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 Okudu. Donald Okudu was here. They had Rena Davis, people someone who sits down to orientate, orientate hundreds of thousands of young people. Okay. But the comedian was the head of a book capital of a nation. All right, that sums it up. <laughs> value systems. That sums value it up. Value systems. Value systems. Okay, that sums it up. There's nothing else to say here. <laughs> <laughs>
this is Arvo Radio Podcast.